Hello and welcome to the final whistle. I'm Kenzie Benali. And I'm Steve Forbes. Well, it finishes Saints nil, Wolves 1 here at St Mary's Stadium. We couldn't quite salvage the point in that one. Uh, now, rejoining us is Dean Hammond and Joe Prince-Wright to talk through all the major talking points from that match. Uh, Dean, we'll come to you first. Disappointing, no doubt about that. What did you make of, of that performance? Yeah, I agree, Kenzie. It's, it's a disappointing result. I think there'll be some frustration within the dressing room um you can't question the player's effort or endeavor or, or work rate or um trying to try and make something happen i think just in today's game it was pretty even contest um it was competitive um just a real lack of quality probably from from both teams and um it just took one moment of quality uh from imenez that really changed the game um but southampton huffed and puffed probably created four or five half-decent chances or attempts at goal. Um, the one bit of quality that did come from Enonusi to, to Redmond was unfortunately offside. Um, but like I say, the, the players have put a lot of effort in today and tried hard and had possession, got into good areas of the pitch. It was just that that final delivery or that, that final ball that kind of let the players down today. And I think you could see that frustration in the players. not It didn't quite click today. The combinations didn't quite work. Um, there wasn't interaction. The movement wasn't quite there. And maybe you just have to look at Wolves and say, look, it's a good away performance. They've defended pretty well. They put their bodies on the line and then hit Southampton with that counter-attack at the end with that little bit of quality. So disappointing today, you're right. Well, Joe, let's come to you for your thoughts then. Uh, joining us from the Emirates, one eye on the upcoming match between Arsenal and Tottenham. Uh, but let's talk about the action here at St Mary's. Uh, how do you reflect on that game? Yeah, I agree with Dean on that. I, I think the Saints are kind of just underlined the attacking problems we've seen throughout the season and the combinations not being there. Um, and it's going to take time. There's a lot of new players in this team. I think there were some positive displays. Levermento was good again. Romeo battled hard. Uh, Salas, who I thought was was very good once again. But yeah, it's just in that final third. They never seemed to have the belief. There was a lot of great build-up play, get the ball wide, get it towards the penalty box. And then um, there just wasn't that hunger, that clinical edge, that belief. And whether that's going to come over time, we'll have to wait and see. But um, it's kind of a reoccurring theme now early in the season. And it's... It takes a lot to, to get that belief in, in the final third that you are going to create those chances. Um, so, yeah, it's a big part of the game that was missing. Dean mentioned it there. The effort was there. The commitment was there. A very tight, tense game. I thought the Wolves goalkeeper uh, was pretty much the, the man of the match. So that tells you its own story. Made a lot of good saves, especially in the second half. So there are some chances there, just not the clear-cut ones. And that's that belief and confidence is missing in front of goal right now. Well, Raul Jimenez got the decisive goal for Wolves just after the hour mark, Dean. Can you talk us through that one? Yeah, it's just a, it's a simple clearance, really, Steve. It's probably coming a phase of the game and a moment in the game where Southampton were building up some momentum in the second half. Looked like they were on top. We're having better possession and, and starting to, to ask questions of Wolves to, to cause problems for Wolves. And it's just a... It's a long kick from the goalkeeper. You're always taught as a young lad, never let the ball bounce. I think Bednarak can probably attack the ball and maybe try and win the header. But then he gets in a foot race with Jimenez. And Jimenez is just that little bit stronger, gets his, his body in a good position to, to outmuscle Bednarak. And probably just showed a little bit more desire to get onto the ball. I didn't think Bednarak thought as though Jimenez would be that strong. 
But from that moment, you have to say he showed some a real quality. You know, he cut inside and the check back and the disguise on trying to shoot and then coming back and then very composed, very calm to to finish the chance off. And that was the game's probably only real bit of quality. And, and that was the standout moment. But I just think in that he just showed a little bit more desire and just a little bit stronger and and Poppy Bednar underestimated how quick he was and he got to the ball first, but it's a good finish, it really is. Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. It is Jimenez out towards the right-hand side. It's an early chance here for Zamedo and it's saved that time for McCarthy. Elianus is waiting for it on the edge of the penalty area. Here comes Armstrong, cuts inside, right-footed pass, out towards the right, Libermento, right-footed shot and it's saved from the goalkeeper. 20 yards from goal, he goes square, Elianusi right for this shot, it's saved, and it's blocked again the second time. Well, what an opportunity as Shea Adams is there. Now a ball over the top though, and Jimenez can cut inside here, and this is trouble for Southampton here, and could Jimenez score? He does! And Wolverhampton won just take the lead. And it's Raul Jimenez with his first goal since he fractured his skull back in February kind of gone back to like the first 10 minutes of the second half hasn't it Jennifer good trickery from him though left of the box Elise who plays it back left-footed shot oh it's again it's out of play and out for a corner kick from Shane Long's left-footed shot just over 120 seconds left now of the six minutes of stoppage time and Jimenez gets in round with Romeo and he could make it even worse for Southampton here and he doesn't because McCarthy makes a safe and it's the whistle from the referee blows time on a disappointing afternoon for Southampton well, I'm sure you can hear the Wolves fans still celebrating behind us. Uh, they're delighted with that win. Uh, now, Joe, Ralph reacted uh, to the goal with a double sub. Brower for Adams, Gineppo for Redmond. In your opinion, was that the right move? And how did that work out for you? They definitely added something different, especially Gineppo seemed to get a lot on the ball, show a lot of purpose. Um, again, just the, the shots and crosses he was whipping in, no one really seemed to be busting the gut to get on the end of it. And I think that's the main problem, that just that clinical edge, that desire in the final third. But um, yeah, I think if I'm Gineppo or, or Brower, I'm definitely knocking on the manager's door this week, pushing for a start in the next Premier League game because clearly some of the combinations up there just aren't quite working. The players are working hard, but I think when you're lacking that spark creatively in attacking third, one of the only things you can really do is to mix things up. I mean, there's only so long that you can go with the same players who... Uh, you know, I've, I've been scored for three games on the trot now uh, in the Premier League. So something has to change. Like we said before the game, the squad's pretty strong. There's a lot of really good players of a similar level. So I think giving those players the opportunity, uh, Brower and Gineppo in the next game, that has to be the way you want to go. Uh, but I don't know who he's going to leave out up top because Adams and Adam Armstrong did okay today. But again, just no real clear-cut chances. So it's, it's hard to say. Saints are working really, really hard. But, again, it's been the story of the season so far, lacking that clinical edge in the final third. Well, the third Southampton substitute, uh, Dean, seemed to be more of a tactical one with Carl Walker-Peters being replaced by Shane Long. What do you think Ralph was trying to do with that one? I think it was just an attempt or a last attempt to just to get an extra body up front with Shane Long, a little bit more physicality, probably match up the three uh, wall centre-halves um, with going Brower, Long and Armstrong, just to kind of maybe cause some confusion. Um, get more numbers within the box with the because Southampton at times were allowed to get crosses into the box. So I think the manager's probably seen that and thought, okay, well, if I can get Shane Long in there, who is good in the air, who times his, his jump well, I think can cause some 
some problems and it didn't it didn't quite happen there was a moment I think it was from a, a cutback from Salasu where Armstrong's kind of sliced and it almost fell to to Shane Long so it's more the confusion of getting more bodies um, within the Wolves box to maybe the ball could drop to someone um, a percentage game really um, but I, I agree with Joe I think we're just lacking that little bit of imagination maybe I think Stuart Armstrong if we could get him back into the into the mix would really really help he just offers something different he has a little bit more of a different approach a bit more imagination he'll try things doesn't always come off but when it does you know that little ball through is slipped through because I think if you can get Adam Armstrong the chances he will score goals but it's pretty evident at the moment he looks a little frustrated because he's not getting those chances you'd rather if you go back to last season we were probably sitting on the show talking about there was chances that were missed that we could have scored more goals Credit to the manager and the players because the team looks more solid now, looks more disciplined and is not going to concede as many goals. But it's finding that balance of keeping that pressing game, keeping defensively strong, but still being able to uh, create chances. So it's a work in progress, like Joe said. So, But I think it was just to get an extra body within the box. Well, Joe, let's discuss Tino Livermento then. It would be interesting to have a few words from you on him because the fans inside the stadium were certainly showing a lot of love for him throughout that match. Lots of shouts of Tino wasn't there in front of us. Uh, what did you make of his performance today? Yeah, there's a reason they're singing his name because I thought he was absolutely excellent. He's been so consistent this season. I mean, as a teenager coming into the Premier League, you would have been thinking he's played in the Premier League for the last decade rather than this being his first season. He's so comfortable, so calm on the ball. I said before the game, I fancied to score a few goals and he, he nearly got one in the second half there at the back post. Lovely bit of control in the start of the second half. Drilled it low, really good stop from the Wolves goalkeeper. And I think in many ways, he's one of the Saints' best attacking threats, even though he's a right back because he, as Dean mentioned there, he has that imagination, that creativity. He tries different things, so calm in possession. And yeah, an incredible start to his Southampton and Premier League career. And now I think we just need to maybe give him a chance to get even further forward. I don't know if that's playing Walker Peters at right back uh, and maybe having Livermento further forward to, to spark some of the extra creativity that Southampton need. But uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful start. A great player. One of the best players I've seen in the Saints shirt for many, many years. And uh, yeah, he's no, no wonder the Saints fans are loving him because... For me, he was the, the bright spark in Southampton's display today. Yeah, definitely. Dean, how hard do you think that this defeat will be being felt in the dressing room down there? How do you feel the players may be reacting? Yeah, I think they're going to be low, Steve. I think, you know, after a defeat today, um, it's four games unbeaten. But I don't think necessarily be low because of the performance or uh, because of the manner of the loss. I think it will just be a little bit of frustration and disappointment because... There was opportunities that I, I feel as though they could have done better in, whether it was um, a final ball delivery, where it was a cross or a pullback. I think even James Ward-Prowse's delivery today wasn't quite how it usually is. And the moments where the ball gets cut back to him and he gets an opportunity to cross, he kind of hesitated a couple of times and delayed his delivery. And that happens to every player. But I just think the players will just think this was an opportunity to um, continue the run um, put another good performance in and get a result and maybe the first one in the season. I think that will be part of the conversation, you know, not having not having to won a game yet. You know, there's been some good performances and good results, especially against West Ham, Manchester United, Man City. 
But today, they probably would have looked at it and gone, right, this is an opportunity to win now. This is an opportunity to get our first three points on the board and really kickstart the season and continue the progress and the momentum we've made. So they won't be um, too down, but there will be some conversations, I'm sure, within that dressing room, but to try and help improve them and, and, and keep growing the team and, and move forward in the season. Well, Jay, reflecting specifically on the feelings amongst the fans then, we've already said undoubtedly they'll be feeling frustrated. As Dean's just said, they're still in search of our first Premier League win this season. How would you assess the start to this season as a whole so far? Yeah, I think it's been very positive for the most part. I mean, it's a hard schedule, thanks to a hand in Man United, Man City, West Ham, Everton, Wolves, you know, on their day, they've got some very good players. So it's not an easy start. Um, I think fans will be happy enough for the defensive performances. Dean said it um, there. Today, even, apart from that one bit of quality from Jimenez, he never really felt like Wolves were ripping Saints to shreds. So that's a massive step forward from last season. But to counter that, you have to have more creativity going forward. So fans will be disappointed that uh, the players haven't stepped up um, to, to really make the most of that defensive improvement. Uh, I think fans will be calling for the likes of Nathan Teller, uh, when Armstrong, at Stuart Armstrong's back fit, for him to come back into the team. Um, and there's certain young players there, Broro as well included in that. I think they want to see more opportunities for those youngsters um, now that some of the attacking players uh, haven't hit the ground running early in the season. But overall, you can't judge the start of the season just on this game. I think if you look at over the six games, still pretty good, pretty decent, a good platform. But now in these home games coming up against Leeds, Villa, Burnley after this, you really need to win a couple of those uh, and get that first win of the season. And then I think confidence will grow. The strikers will play with more um, you know, freedom. And that will be the key for Saints this season moving forward. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Ralph, what were your thoughts on that game today and how it unfolded? Yeah, not find a way in the back of the net and one time naive defending uh, is enough for losing against such a team. Um, obviously, you know, they've come here and, and tried to make life difficult for you. Is that something you need to learn how to try and break those sorts of teams down? Yeah, we need to learn to to get more out of the situations we are sometimes in and, and, and have chances to score or to, to shoot on goal and the final shot, the final pass is not there in the moment and this is what we have to work in. In some respects, though, are you pleased again with largely with the defensive performance? You've, you've limited them to very few opportunities and obviously a moment of a bit of magic from Jimenez to get the goal. Yeah, um, it was a good goal, but we defended also very naive at that moment. And finally, I must say that uh, until that moment, we had the bigger chances, to be honest, but we didn't find a way. And uh, this is uh, what we have to to be very clear. And uh, this is uh, in the last three games, no goal in the, in the Premier League shows you the problems we have in a moment. Well, it's another big game coming up in the Premier League next weekend away to Chelsea. Dean, do you think Ralph may be going back to the drawing board a little bit to inject that creativity into the side? I don't think we'll go back to the drawing board, Steve, because like Joe just said, I think they've got a lot of right this season in terms of defensively. Um, the team looked strong now. It really, really does. Um, doesn't concede many chances. And I think he'll look at Forget the game today, he'll look at the Man City game. It will be a similar approach to the Chelsea game. Can they press Chelsea? Chelsea are a little bit different. You know, physically, they're, they're stronger and a little bit more direct compared to Man City. And it's going to be tough. Look, Chelsea are one of the favourites for, for the Premier League. But uh, I think a good defensive um, display will be really, really important again. And it is just finding those moments. Those moments on, on the counter-attack probably against Chelsea 
Um, and you're only probably going to get one or two. It's just someone being a little bit more clinical when they do get that chance. And and the belief, like Joe mentioned, it does. You know, confidence and belief is like magic within football. And I'd like to see Nathan Teller get an opportunity. I know the manager sees him every day in training and sees the players every day and is making a, a decision. But I just think he offers you something a little bit different. He's a little, he's younger. He's kind of plays without fear, and he's got that electric pace. So I'd like to see him get an opportunity. I must admit. Well, Joe, it was a very positive result away in the league last time out with that draw at Man City. How can these players go one step further, potentially, at Stamford Bridge? Just do what Stamford are very good at in high press. I mean, I was at the Chelsea-Manchester City game yesterday and the success Manchester City had was because they pressed so high. Chelsea weren't comfortable. They liked to play out of the back and then have Jorginho, Kovacic and Conte on the ball, Christiansen and Rudiger come out. And if you press them there... They cannot build from the back and they cannot get the ball up to Lukaku and their dangerous weapons. So I think Saints have to be brave. They've had some good results against Chelsea, drew at home against them last season, beat them at Stanford Bridge in recent seasons. Um, so I think it's a team they actually match up pretty well with. And, uh, you know, I, I think it does suit Southampton well. Of course, they'll be the underdogs, but we've seen against Man United and Man City so far this season. They've had positive results. So I'd say the Saints fans, keep the faith. This is a young team. It's still early in the season. Um, but... Saints need to go to Chelsea and be brave and do not lose that belief because there have been some really positive displays early in the season. All they need is that little bit of luck, uh, you know, a, a shot going off in off someone's backside, score a goal, get going, get confidence going. And uh, yeah, it's very different. It's very tight across the league at the moment. So all is not lost. And it's only, what, late September? So there's a long, long way to go. Yeah, plenty of time left in the league remaining this season. Joe, Dean, thank you so much again for your input on Saints Live and the final whistle today. Southampton couldn't quite break down a resolute Wolves side here at St Mary's as it finished 1-0 to Wolverhampton Wanderers. But we march on with our next game away in the Premier League at Chelsea on October the 2nd. That's on Saturday. It's a 3pm kickoff, so we'll be with you on Saints Live from 1.45. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you then.